bring this to uh to Facebook. Oh, we're, we're live now. Is it? Yeah. It's live, yeah. Prove it. Where? I don't see it. Listen it up. up. On my screen. Corey, know <laughs> your role. Okay. Yo, AKA host. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to uh, Beat People Podcast. This is episode 58. And uh, we have a special guest, Manu uh, Ritamero. Am I saying that right? From the Paco. And so <laughs> we, got special guests. we got Ken in a blue room. And then we got Traversi in a starlit room over there. And welcome to Inky, who's in the chat. And uh, yeah, I'm B Boy Tech. So let's go around the room, say what's up, and we'll uh, start with Cam. What's up, man? Hey, I'm in a blue room. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Looks good, too, man. Yeah, so I we've been talking about this for how many different shows now where I've been in that jail cell of a room. Okay. And I'm I'm finally in the new studio. However, you'll notice um, this is a disclaimer for the rest of the show. It's going to sound like I'm in an echo chamber in a reverb plate. Um, <laughs> there, the acoustic treatment is not installed yet. So uh, yeah, that that won't be installed until after Nam. Um, I feel like your life parallels um, like the trajectory of a typical rap star. The, the 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 idea of you have to have either been shot or been in jail or you just got out of a jail cell type of a room. Now you're in this this fancy blue room with a stripper pole in back. And it's just all aligning. By stripper pole, he means cable holding pole. So that's all cables on there. Let's keep it clear. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. Yeah, so so the acoustic treatment should be in here after after Nam, but I am finally in here. Half of the studio is wired up. The other half is still not wired up, um, but I am making it happen, and I'm excited to uh, to have this show today and, and talk to some great people. Word. Travarsi, what's going on? Hey, I'm just gearing up for Nam. It's like the it's like the real Christmas for me, the synth Christmas. Honestly. It is, it is, <laughs> and, and we got such a really dope show coming up. I'm so excited for that. I mean, yeah, the lineup is gonna be is, it's amazing. Like we have uh, Nasty Nachos from WMDU, <laughs> Ali the Architect. Mm -hmm. um, come on, help me out. We have Cuckoo. the Cuckoo's oh, gonna be there. Cuckoo, that's right. Ricky mm -hmm. Tinez. Yeah, Ricky Tina. Uh, it's like a uh like you got yourself, you got Space Racer. Yeah. Af Afro Rack will be in the building collecting modules and, yep. and donations for the Af Afro Rack movement. So if you have anything, you know, doesn't matter how small, doesn't matter how big, if you have anything that you'd like to donate to the Afro Rack movement, which is basically um you know, Great trying level. to teach modular to inner city youth and, you know, try to get more people exposed to electronic music and, and be, have the access to be able to create. Um, so, you know, if you want to bring anything out, if you want to donate anything like that, Afro Rack will be in the building to help with that. So a Aaron's definitely going to be there. Aaron gonna, and Afro Rack is doing a lot of great work. One of the things that stands out to me, like this is the kind of stuff, the reason why you would want to donate to support his cause. He was working with some uh, kids in Chicago where we're both from. And one of the kids asked him, he's like, I heard that with synthesis, you can make tones and music that helps heal people can you teach us how to do that and i just thought that was so profound it's that kind of it's that kind of impact that he's looking to have on kids to give them to expose them to something else so definitely come out and support him uh we all got a ton of modules laying around or 
you know, you may have something that you don't particularly care for, might think it may be interested to donate something. This that would be the place to donate to. Afro Rack, he'll be in the building. So that's really dope. Yeah. <clears throat> and we have Manu. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be um, Saturday night enjoying uh, an evening with nice people. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And so tell us that you're in Spain. What what time is it there again? It's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. All right, right on time. Right on time for chilling at Manu's crib <laughs> on Saturday night. It's like a hang. That's, 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 this is the best of the plans. That's right. He says the best of the plans. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. Thank, you know what? I'm I'm sorry it took so long to get you on here. I know we were kind of uh, planning for a little while, and I'm glad you're here, man. I like your yeah. setup in the back there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not only my setup, it's it's half mine, well, 40% mine, 60% my wife. Nice. So, yeah, I, I have to give credit to her. She's uh, the one that is making music in this house. So. Nice. What's, what style of music uh, does she primarily create? Good question. It's... Um... <laughs> Careful, <laughs> careful, because that borderline on ambient yeah, maybe, noise. Maybe, maybe she's gonna storm. She's gonna storm the room. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her her artist name is Lina Lab, so you can you can check it out. So it's a a mix of, of things. She 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 got into modular for obvious reasons, but yeah, she's been using guitar and and doing like coding. And, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, music, cool. music. Yo, talk yo. to my wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. What's up, Logan? We got Logan in the, in the in the chat. Shout out to Turtle Core. Turtle Core. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, hey, uh, Manu, tell us a little bit about uh, for for those that don't know, Manu is uh, from Bifaco. Um Is it Bifaco synth or is, is it's it Bifaco. Yeah, Bifaco. from, from Bifaco, and they're a really dope modular company and make dope Eurorack stuff. And uh, we wanted to have Manu on. And so I guess for those that may not know, because a lot of our people that watch us may be Eurorack curious, but maybe not totally into Eurorack. So we are, we've lately been sprinkling them with, with Eurorack stuff. So tell the people a little bit more about yourself and Bifaco, the, the sort of story of Bifaco. Okay, so I'm one of the Befaco guys, to say, and right now we are a team of nine, and okay. so I'm just one out of nine, and mm -hmm. I've, I've been with Befaco for six years, six, seven years, and Befaco is 10 years. It's, it's turning 10 years in February. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Befaco is it's doing um, Eurorack modules, but, and, and, and the thing the Befaco thing has been uh, like DIY uh, workshops and, and and building your own gear. Uh, the Befaco initiative started as a series of workshops. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I attended one of these workshops. I, I, I remember the conversation with Diego. Diego was one of the founders. Okay. And, and he was telling, uh, hey, listen, we, we were on a workshop building a, a, a noiser, no? a, a little circuit, simple. And he said, hey, listen, we are going to be organizing these workshops and we are going to be doing one workshop a month. It's going to be one module a month. And at the end of the year, you're going to have a modular synthetizer. It was like, oh, <laughs> <don't mean."> nice. <laughs> so so I, 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 of course, I, I, I got in there and 
So I, I started building the synths, the, the modular synth. The Befaco, uh, at the beginning, it was bananas. It was three U, it, it was some weird mix. It was three U's mm -hmm. with bananas and then plus and minus 15. Okay. And everything was like hardcore DIY, like even doing your front panels, uh, oh, wow. drilling the panels, like mm -hmm. DIY. Uh, but with time, after uh, uh, two years, more or less, <clears throat> it was obvious that out there there was a, a big world of, of, of modular synthesizers, and, and you don't want to be the, the kid playing along on the playground. Yeah. Even if you are the coolest kid on, on the playground, you want to have friends. Mm -hmm. So there was a decision to, to move from bananas uh, into mini jacks, and, and then from plus and minus 15 to 12 volts. I, I, I have this, this speech because I'm, I'm still bananizing all my modules. If I get a new module, the, the, I, I, I rip it off, I drill bigger the holes, and I put bananas and wire them. So I bananas. <laughs> you really? I'm still in, in there. I'm, I'm running out of time on, on, on a busy life, so I'm, I'm not getting new models lately <laughs> for some strange reason. <laughs> Anyway, the, the thing is that I, I think it, it, it was a, a very wise decision to, to move into into mini jacks and because that that opened uh, opened the, the Befaco world to to other users that that, that back then were starting to to heavily use uh, Euro rack models mm -hmm. and uh, because at the beginning it was very naive it was like okay we're gonna do this it's gonna be bananas and it's gonna be awesome awesome. Yeah. But then some more people are coming to you say, listen, we have this system, we have these software models, we have this. Uh, can we use Minijack? So, yeah, let's say that, 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 that. It was about that the integration and, and kind of getting into uh, <clears throat> enabling people to kind of integrate your products into their regular Eurorack stuff without much yeah, of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is that at the beginning, the, the idea, as, as I said, was to do a workshop. It was to do the Befaco system, like, bam. Uh, uh, we were going to be building models and build our own modular synthesizers. Mm -hmm. uh, there was not even a, a, a thought of, of, of going further at all. But, but yeah, at some point, yeah, we, we realized that there was a, a big world out there and, and it was interesting to, to actually mix the... The, the models and, and, and go into a, a well-established uh, uh, format mm -hmm. and especially to use you know, because because uh, uh, the, the initial idea was to have like a compact small system so the use was the, the way to go and, and then you don't like okay there, there was someone that, that thought about it before us yeah so, <laughs> right, we're not right. that clever yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, the things as I say, it, this was workshops. Uh, work, uh, we we started in Barcelona, so I was attending these workshops in Barcelona, and then some workshops started to happen in Madrid, which is like 500 kilometers from from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a friend of us asked to go to Berlin and do some workshops there, and then London. So, so it was like a couple of workshops a month, like maybe doing Barcelona, London, then Madrid, Berlin, Barcelona, London again. So it was a, a workshop-oriented thing. Wow, uh, that's well, like really that. dope. So you, you guys lot. were really, I kind of like the approach though. So your approach was really about DIY and then workshops and, and sort of the education of it. That is a lot 
has a lot to do with building community and kind of working through, you know, yeah. and yeah. within the community. It's really dope. Yeah, it's 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 it, it was in in also in in a way it had like this rock and roll way of life where where you're on the road, yeah, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah, to, yeah, to be yeah. able to to get out of the cave and and actually share the things you have been doing for hours alone with people. It's it's like musicians going on tour. No, mm-hmm. you, you, it's it, it has this thing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, it was very nice to to share the time with 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 the users with the people that will actually build the model and then make music with them and and it and it was a a back and forth uh, relationship because you you go to the workshop and and you discovered uh, uh, flaws on your design you discover crazy ideas because because a a design a a designer way of doing things is it's out of having a crazy idea and being unlucky to have someone that say, yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly it's a thing, then right. it's, it's done, it's, 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 it's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. With, with musicians, with having the chance to talk to them and spend the whole weekend, because we're talking about like uh, two days uh, from starting 10 a.m. and finishing when we finish. Yeah. At the beginning, uh, the the first workshops, I, I was not uh, not conducting the first workshop. It was Diego and Hano. They were sleeping on the on the very same place of, of the workshop, like, mm. like finishing yeah, yeah. the workshop, sleeping on a sofa on a, on a couch, Sorry. and then people arriving next morning, or maybe you know it was heavy heavy <laughs> heavy duty <laughs> worshiping. Yeah, you got so, living the lifestyle of the workshop yeah. at DIY. Big time, big time. <laughs> Have you thought so, about coming over here and doing that or yes. just in the States or anything? Yes. We'd yes, love please. to have you yes. at Skokel Synth Society to like feature you. I really would love to, to be there, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is that uh, we, we, we made our first trip to America last year. We made uh, uh, Montreal and Toronto. Okay. And, and, and then did like a like a very quick uh, uh, trip to to Milwaukee to to visit uh, uh, John and, and Logan. Hey Logan. Mm. And and then uh, the next one was was uh, um, uh, So we are like 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 very very fresh. And, and we we were discussing before going live that it's also gonna be our first NAM. So yeah. I wish I had some sound effects to sound the alarm to celebrate first man. <laughs> I can't wait to see you again, man. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward. Really, really, really looking forward. So yeah, the, the idea is to it's to 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 be back more often and 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 visiting. It's 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 busy in the in this side of the ocean and and, and running the faco is it's busy, but. But we are now with this nine people team, we have time to actually travel and actually again uh, uh, yeah, visit places and, and meet more people. Because yeah. I, that, that has been like like this part, because well, at some point, the the, the, the faculty designs got so fine-tuned that we were able to actually sell them, to retail them, to, to go through Thong. Thong was the, the, the first retailer that approached us and, and uh, on but on a serious way, we have some approaches with other retailers. Not gonna mention names. Thunk is great though. Like I, I, I love that site. 
I, I mean, even if you're even if you're based overseas, like in the U.S. and like, because Thonk is based in, I believe, the U.K. Right? Um, yeah. it, it's still even with shipping and all that. Like, it's still one of my favorite yeah, sites. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, I, I have to say that that there is a big difference between the DIY uh, community and the regular Eurorack uh, customers. The okay. thing is that uh, there, there is slight differences between someone that actually buys an assembled module and someone that actually gets the PCBs or the kit. Uh, the relationship is different. The expectations are different. Someone that is buying a kit, there is a non-spoken agreement that you kind of know what you are doing and you are going to work yourself through the build and actually make the instrument yours. Yeah. 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 I don't, you know, it's so. So let's say that the, that the that the relationship is different. I'm not saying that that we are having a bad experience with with our 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 users that yeah. buy assembled. The other way around, the Eurorack community is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it's different. Yeah, it's, different. It, it, it's inherently different. Yeah, and then yeah. I mean, I think too that most times too the DIYer has a certain skill set and a certain perspective. That's just different than, you know, I mean, we literally have that in our own crew. We have some of us that are like, yeah, let's build it. And some of us are like, I don't want any parts of that. I'll just right. get it already done. And you guys, I'll, I'll come after you're done building. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bet, I bet that you're busy enough making music. Yeah. To, to spend your free time uh, building the thing. Because look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not using that thing anymore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because, <clears throat> again, the, the other conversation. That's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, the energy and the time, it's it's finite. Well, I got to say, I like, I, I'm I'm a big fan of, of DIY kits. Like, I, I've been building them for many years now. And it's, there's something different about it. That's It's, it's almost like, um, it's like a calming <laughs> puzzle. You know, like for some people, they might want to lay out puzzles and do puzzles or whatever. Like for me, building modules, a lot of the times, like the kits, it's very much that same kind of um, sometimes you need a break from just the making of music or, or sound in general. And sometimes I like to just sit kind of quietly and build a module and just enjoy mm -hmm. that aspect of it, uh, uh, that aspect of my brain. So for some people, it's a good thing. But, you know, if, if you're the guy creating all of <laughs> All the DIY kids, you might be a little tired of that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it, yeah, it's I, to I me, it's like, you know, like I, I, oftentimes in a lot of different forums, I see people talking about how they get uh, writer's block or creative block, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, well, sometimes you need to do something creative with your mind that is completely different, you know, like mm -hmm. that, that is using a different part of the creative mind and kind of making your brain exercise different muscles. And then it kind of pulls you out of that. And for me, you know, DIY stuff, um, building building um, instruments inside of Reactor or inside of ER301, um, you know, creating things. Just some, Sometimes I'll just like get random parts from a, an electronic supplier and I'll just throw them into a box and I'll be like, this is what I'm going to build today. I wonder <laughs> if it'll work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Th That kind of stuff. But it completely can recharge your, your mind, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, so uh, 
I was talking about the history of the FAPO, no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were carried away. No, it's better. <laughs> that happens here. So you, you, oh. so, so you were living the rock star life on the road doing DIY workshops. Yeah, the rock star. Yeah. <laughs> rock star. That's right. <laughs> no, because the thing is that in the end, um, getting, getting into the road has the big benefits, but it keeps you away from the lab or keep you away from the studio and then you have to tour and you have to be around and in this case but but you also need to spend time actually building things or or or, or designing new models or replying to emails or or shipping boxes so so yeah at some point this is when diego and hanno were were heavy duty going to these workshops is when when there was a big need of more people to join the team. Mm -hmm. This is when me and Pascual, uh, we we are from the south of Spain and we were living in Barcelona, also doing electronics, blah blah blah. And then we joined the, the the team. We were we were learning from Diego and, and Hano and and doing our our own workshops, also going on tours with li living mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And then it, there was a, a a need to to expand the team and and, and get further because. Because yeah, Thong was the, the first one that came, but but then <clears throat> not long other shops came on, and 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 for example, Modular Addict, because mm -hmm. Logan is over there. There is a, a very funny story. We we received this email from from John Carbassi, the, the the owner of, of Modular Addict, like that we like having this crazy email all in capital letters. We I need all, everything, everything, twenty five, everything. <laughs> and we were like. There is this crazy gringo that, that wrote this email. It's very strange. Is he? What? And yeah, he, he was definitely serious. He he, he was really and, and and I think that's I think it's the best shop in the US. I've seen seen Qubits over there as well. But 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 mm. Modular Habit is is doing a, a, a great job and even even better lately, to be honest. No? So yeah, they so are, yeah they, like, they're kind of like the Thunk America. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, with a different like vibe. Kind of vibe. Yeah. I, I would say different vibe, less British. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Less British. <laughs> More turtle core. Yeah, turtle core. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's say that 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 thanks to the retailing. So let, let's say that the retailing happened because Befaco design started to get more mature, mm -hmm. and, and we felt confident to actually send kids. Because it's not the same. You are on a workshop, and if someone has a problem, you, you can be there and, and just fix the problem. But mm -hmm. if you are selling a bag full of components with a documentation, and you need to provide some sort of support, some sort of quality, and, and then the, the module needs to be actually good enough. So, so yeah, thanks to, to to them getting good, then we got retailers. But because of getting retailers. We started to to become more a company yeah, rather than yeah. an initiative of workshops DIY things, mm -hmm. and which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. But there was let's say that it was challenging. Uh, instead of being like three four dudes on on a cave doing electronics and going around doing workshops, suddenly we we needed to to have bookkeeping, file taxes, you know, this, yeah. this kind of these kind of things from real life that that you didn't consider that you have to, to do. And, 
So, so yeah, it, it was challenging, but, but luckily uh, things have been working, working out. Then uh, uh, we started with DIY mainly and, 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 and started to send some pre-assembled models. We, we are assembling all of our models in, in Barcelona, back then okay. by hand, us. So we, we had a, a, an order and, and then, okay, eh, we have an order. The four of us there soldering oh, wow. the models. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hmm. epic. <laughs> now, now we can laugh about it, but poof. so, so I bet I mean, you get good and quick with that stuff after you've done it so many times, taught so many workshops. And uh, yeah. what's the from your opinion? What's your most? I won't say difficult because I feel like none of these would be difficult for you. But if somebody was first time DIY, what module would you recommend out of your your uh, product lineup? What a question. Normal, normally, every, uh, a, a little uh, before answering the question, we have every Friday we have an open day where people can come to our to our shop oh, and nice. actually build stuff or, or ask or, or build their own stuff. They bring with PCBs from other manufacturers and they want to build there with help. So okay. let's say that I have this conversation quite often, mm-hmm. and 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 the question it's 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 it's. It's complicated because yeah. you need to ask, okay, how deep do you want to get into the AY? Right. Are, are you are you gonna be because we have power solutions and we all know that 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 power and cases are not cheap. Mm-hmm. So okay, are you gonna DIY your case? So we we have these uh, uh, these toolboxes uh, from from shops here in Barcelona. We know that, that you can fit two or three rows. They are like 20, 30 euros each. So it's okay. So do you mm-hmm. wanna get your hands dirty? So why don't you start with a power supply and build your own case uh-huh. and save some bucks out of that? Mm-hmm. Not everybody is good with their hands. So, okay, go to the shop, get a case, let's start. Uh, do you know what kind of music you want? So let's say that the question yeah, is, yeah, so for example, this one output module or the STMix, the, these two modules that have been on the screen, it's are quite popular final choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, a because they are easy. Yeah. Easy. Everything is easy here. It's everything is through hole. It's the same. It's just that they are small, and okay. and and there you have less chances to fuck it up. Yeah. To, yeah. to, to, to screw it. That's yeah, one yeah. of the first things that I'll tell you is that yeah, just you know, just for the DIY, um, you know, noob, you know, the through hole kits like this. Honestly, like when when it's when it's done well, the way that these Bifaco cat kits are done, it's almost like color by numbers. It's very very easy. It's something that yeah. you should not be afraid of. If yeah. you're worried about using a um, a soldering iron and some solder, because really all you need is like soldering iron, a little bit of solder, uh, maybe a third hand, which is like a clamp to hold your PCB. Um, you know. Possibly uh, some snips, and then possibly like some some like a like a wrench to you know to, yeah. just to be able to screw things down that sort of yeah. thing. Like you uh, don't need a lot, and you can do it with really like honestly a cheap soldering iron will work. However, to be perfectly frank, if you spend it like if if you're like hey this is a hobby that I would like to get into, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to build just one module. Like I kind of want to build my first module that I'm a little bit scared of, but I'm gonna build it. But I know that once I get over that hump, I'm going to build probably 10 more modules. You're better off just 
go ahead spend a, instead of spending 25 bucks on the soldering iron spend the extra spend like 80 bucks and get like a, a hacko iron or something like something a little bit nicer so that um you know it, it just makes things easier to be honest with you it makes the solder take a little bit better it's it, it in my opinion using a nicer iron is easier for a noob than using a really crappy iron mm-hmm. you know like somebody who's really good can use a really crappy iron a lot easier you know than somebody who's really bad using a crappy iron um but even those aren't that expensive you can go into amazon and get a really nice iron for like 89 bucks you know mm-hmm. honestly so mm-hmm. um but yeah, like these through hole kits are very easy to do. And Logan is saying in the chat, get a Hako 888. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That's what I use. And mm-hmm. I love it to death. I, I have the Hako 888 FXD, which is like, it's just a digital one. And it's very easy to set what temperature you want to work at. It's very but easy Logan to is saying so much more though. Like he's giving you. Well, like- he's also, all, all he's really <laughs> saying is, is like, um, you know, solder wick is good because you can you can basically fix mistakes with it right Mm -hmm. there's and and i have actually a link on my website if you go to fluxwithit.com you can go on there and there's like a intro to like soldering and diy and that kind of thing you can go there and and it gives you all this information i wrote out a long ass article on all this crap but um point being like these types of modules are all like you know anything that's through hole you should not be scared of you can, and if you're scared of it, if you're really scared of it and only want to spend like 10 bucks, you can go on Amazon and get practice boards to like practice soldering a couple things before you start. But it's really not hard. Like it's, it's really not. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily too hard, but I think there's people that are naturally intimidated by it if they haven't really done that sure. kind of stuff yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, no better way than to dig in. Yeah. It's like anything else. You get better at it the more you do it. Yeah, or stop thinking about it and just make music. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just go make music. There you go. <laughs> There's a, a lot of people that really try and, and it's like, hey, listen, listen, why don't you go home and make music? Yeah. Stop, yeah. stop worrying about this. It's me. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's let's be let's be careful here because it's not always about making music. Sometimes people just want to build, and that's fine too. Like some some people practice. legitimately just enjoy building or collecting instruments and like yeah. I, i've seen like a a, a kind of <clears throat> mentality where where some people are like oh well you're not making enough music and i'm like well you know what not everybody has to be that person you right. know what i mean and that's fine like me personally i like doing both you know and and i like making noises and i like making just noise so you i like know, it all something, <laughs> something that you mentioned a minute ago too can um about I think mm-hmm. you were saying something about the inspire and like you, if you make music, but sometimes you got to find other things to do to inspire you. Like for me, sometimes it's all right not to make music as long as I like for the last week, the last week, I just spent a lot of time exploring sounds and yeah. digging into my sense and just kind of exploring feature sets and sounds. But then when I got a spark of creative, like a little creative spark, because I had spent a week kind of exploring sounds and features, I all of a sudden was able to pour all of that <laughs> into what I was that's doing. That's a hundred percent. That's that's right. been my workflow for as long as I can remember. Is mm-hmm. I examine sound and I examine my gear like to to the nth degree, and and that's kind of what I'm known for. But that yeah, I'm gonna start calling me, you the breaker. Yeah, that 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 enables me to be you know super efficient when I do want to just make music. 
I'm super efficient because I, I can get exactly the tones that I want when I want them and where I want them from, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I like I don't have to guess. I don't have to do any of that because I spend so much nerd time just having fun enjoying the gear itself, you know? Sometimes you have to be careful, though, because I get sucked into that. Oh, absolutely. Making modules, or then I get sucked into rearranging my setup. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. If you have a deadline for a gig... That's don't helps. don't buy don't buy a new module right nope. before you have a deadline yeah. for a game. Well, That's a I feel like when I have a deadline, I need de- I need a deadline honestly because then yeah. that's, oh shit, I better start writing some new music for this thing. Otherwise, I'm like, I want to do everything. I want to build. I want to rearrange my case. I want to do it all. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that rearranging the the, the case is a, it's a, it's a, a nice topic. I mean, yeah, I I, I have that 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 problem too <laughs> are you a mod are you a modular grid Always. kind of guy where you want to do it on there and then move it or are no. you a uh, hands-on i want to move stuff around feel it decide yeah. okay do i like this yeah yeah, yeah what, I, what my my approach that i managed to 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 do it like a few months ago it's to have like a starship with everything and mm-hmm. and then have like a few cases travel cases, uh, different sizes, uh, small, mid, like a one row, two rows. Uh, I have like a 12U, a 6U, a 1U, 98, 104. And then depending on what I'm going to do, then I, I take the modules from the big spaceship and put it on the on the small one. Yes. Even if I am if I need to travel, to um, if I'm performing or, or, or something like that. So uh, I find myself with the, with the big thing uh, half destroyed and always with a small scene here so there is a, a lot of back and forth and, and then changing and then trying some new combinations say, hmm. and then for the next one picking up the, the different modules and then making a a, a a new life setup i have to say that i always use more or less the same but you know you always mm-hmm. uh, check this little difference okay i'm gonna try this one or i, I really like also the the, 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 the if, I, if I'm gonna travel to the US or, or far away, I cannot travel with my 12 view. Yeah, right. yeah. The, then I need to scale down. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I, I, I need to get like a very small one with, I, I, I have to perform with that and then have a couple of testing models because I need to be working during the trip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and so I, let's say that I got the, the rearranging the case in, into a, 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 a gamified level, I would say. No, yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with that. And the, like I do a lot of like testing of different modules and, and also videos on modules and that kind of thing. So like I'm constantly rearranging for that purpose as well. And it's just like I've come to the – and I think we spoke about this last uh, last show. I've come to the point now where it's like – Four cases is kind of w- what makes me happy. So I have a sa- <laughs> I have a sound I have a sound design case. I have my like execution case, like my my performance, and like it's got my sequencers and like the main modules that I need to use in it. That's smaller. It's like two rows, and then I have a drum case, and then I have a testing case. So mm. that's kind of how I how I work it out. Yes, it's gluttonous. Leave me alone. I mean, I, 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 I think you can easily get there. Like that's that's one of those things you can get there before you realize it. Like I, I didn't really until I started performing out live. I didn't realize, like I, I literally all of a sudden my bigger case became demolished. 
and my life mm-hmm. came had all this stuff that I felt was important to me uh, that would be good for my set and then I made space in that case and it just became a crazy world of stuff you know what I mean and then I looked at my live case like I want smaller so then I got a smaller case yeah. you know what I mean and so yeah it's a it's one of those things though <laughs> I want to backtrack because uh man it, uh, when we were talking at at uh, Nobcon and now listening to how you know we have similar approaches meaning like constantly moving modules around and you said that you like sliding screws yes I do I was like, okay. I just want leave. to make sure I, heard you. I want you to leave right now. Okay. I, know. I looked at I, yes, I, know. I like sliding screws and I was like, they're the bane of my existence. Just get <laughs> out. Okay. This, this is why Spain can't have nice things. You want ants? That's how you get ants. <laughs> okay, so why? The first the first answer of that is because I have a strong DAY background. And, and when the holes are not properly aligned, something that it's actually happening on, 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 on commercial models, but it's happening big time on on DIY. If you have the, the yeah, exactly Dremel. Uh, okay, so it's either Dremeling your your holes bigger, or having these lovely thingies that will actually move a little bit and then you can fit. And and what's the solution that we discover? Because uh, for I really don't like when I have like this little space between two modules because of yeah. ah, I, I, I hate it. So how did I overcome the big pain of the sliding nuts? Using more sliding nuts. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So instead of having like 20, 30 nuts on your rail, use 40. They are cheap. Yeah. So it's just use, yeah. use one per a couple of HPs. I just um, wish everybody yeah. would use slotted holes and we would all be happy. Like I yeah. I, I much prefer that. Um I will say let me let me show you guys something because uh I just brought this over from my old studio. Uh give me one second, I want to show you something. It's really weird. And if J9K is watching, um, it's it's a prototype that J9K had done like a while ago for me. And it was just an idea. So I want to show you something really weird that's going to throw this whole conversation on its head. Look at this. Okay. fence. Then it runs yeah. away. So yeah, let, let's say that the, like the, the sliding nuts has also this yeah, this DIY thing. So if you have problems with, the, with your sliding nuts shortness, just unscrew the rails and put more sliding nuts in and believe me, your light will be better. How about this? Yeah. How about this? So you unscrew one here, right? Unscrew one here, right? Okay. And then let's see if I can do this. It's been it's been literally like eight months since I've done this, so it's probably a little stiff. Yeah, it's a bit stiff. It's coming now. There it goes. And then it opens up like this you stick stick your module in there right and then you go like that and then you just do clip it and the module sits in there matter of fact i'll show you i have a module right here and a module module right here right so is that your design ken uh no this is j9k uh so this is the guy who did my first case yeah um and uh 
this was kind of just a prototype idea because we were talking about different ways of doing mm -hmm. um, cases that were like that could get around the whole nut issue because it's just okay. it's really annoying to um, constantly have to unscrew a hundred modules and you know blah 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 right so with this right I could take the module I slip it in here right and then it just goes like so right and put it into place here I'm kind of like trying to do this with one hand yeah, yeah. You're holding it and all so time. so yeah all you do is just tighten it down and the modules in like it's yeah so they, nope. they and then you they, use the, the two screws on the end to, to lock it down yeah yeah now that being I, I said, kind of dig that. Th that being said, there's drawbacks to that. There's drawbacks to that design. Um, With clumsy people like me, big time. I so th that was um, all the modules go for. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm clumsy, and and I like to 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 have a, a, a case like like having my case like this. Um, check the case. And, yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, it's wrong to do like that. You should, you should be working on a, on a table, and, mm -hmm. but you know. So yeah, for clumsy people like me, I, well, you cannot see the mess I made right now. So yeah. So so Logan pointed out exactly one of the main issues with that, which is really minor, but it is literally an issue to consider. Is when you do it like this, it often will cover up the brand name of your module because the rail covers over the whole piece right there. So that's something to be aware of. So um, that's that's one minor drawback to it. Uh, another minor drawback would be if you ever wanted to do a curved case like what I have uh, behind me. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it or not, but that case yep. is curved. If you ever had like an incline, uh, it would be a very bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess uh, so, also for for like 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 this kind of cases, I think it, it will work with something small. Yeah, uh, performance wise, maybe it will work because it's hand, you can handle it. But with a big monster, like having like these big bars, and then getting all your model, mm -hmm. it works so fine. For, it works fine when you lay it flat, like yeah. when it's laid flat, it or you know at, at a you know not too steep angle, it's great. Like it's actually really cool. Um, there's there's some minor things uh, about it that I could get into, but it was um, it was actually like and, and Logan saying oh it's sarcasm, but no, it's legitimately an issue because a lot of people's modular rigs, and I guarantee you, man, who's gonna speak about this because your modules look very good. Like honestly, aesthetically, your modules are very pleasing. But there's a lot of people out there who don't want to buy modules or don't want to buy cases or whatever that aren't aesthetically pleasing. Like, if it doesn't look the way that inspires people, then they don't want it, you know? Um, there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who won't buy one module because it has a different color panel or it has different style knobs or buttons on it. And, you know, but if you had the exact same module and it had just a different faceplate, they'd be all over it. So mm -hmm. that's... that. In my opinion, that's a, that's a big factor, you know. Yeah, you were talking about collectors, right? Man, I'll tell you what. I'm surprisingly not. I'm talking about Corey. 
I'm talking about uh, no. You know who? Uh, Corey. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about all the people who are less sloppy than me because I am a sloppy bastard. I'm in a. I just built this studio and I still have like wires and crap all over. All this guy built floor, a brand like, new beautiful studio and, and <laughs> brought a, a pile into it. Like, oh, this place needs a pile. <laughs> my, my point is is like all my friends are, are 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 better put it this way when i built this studio i didn't like so i i kind of put the question out there my previous studio was neon green neon green is my favorite color i absolutely love it it inspires me it's like my it just does it for me right and I put the question out there. I was like, yo, I want to have neon green again. And everybody was like, no, 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 no. But like a couple of my absolute best friends, Corey and Joe from Sounds and Gear, two of my absolute best friends are both far better looking and far better dressed than I can ever be. They actually care about what their shoes look like, that sort of thing, right? I mean, granted, Corey sometimes wears fishnet stocking shoes, but we'll get into that later. Point being is they both go for like this black and gray. Why I oughta. Yeah. (laughs) They both go for this black and gray subtle look. And and I have to admit, like all their videos, everything looks very aesthetically pleasing to me. I'm like, like when I watch their stuff, I'm like, damn, that's really clean. Everything looks really nice. I dig that, right? But whenever I do stuff, I'm like, you know what? Green, everything, all the time, please make it happen, right? So when I went to do this studio, I said, you know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm not going to build this studio for me. I'm going to build this studio for St. Joe. I'm going to build this studio for Corey. (laughs) So I put gray and black floors in. All my desks are gray and black. The walls are gray. Like, And you know what? I got LED lighting that can turn this bitch green as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah. So my point being is, is like, there's, there's a lot of people out there. It's not just collectors. It's a lot of people out there. Aesthetics are extremely key to the way they create. For me, I like things a little bit DIY, a little bit punk rock, a little bit rugged, a little bit green, and a, a lot green. green. Right? Not a little bit, a lot green. So I mean, like, I like, think about that stuff when look I at my case, man. That case is bang. You know, the case is dope because it has green rails green rails with the green with the black light. Green rails in her case. Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but yo, hold on, hold on. I wanna, I wanna go back. I think, uh, uh, I wanna backtrack a little bit. Um, Manu, you mentioned that this is gonna be your first time at Nam, yes. and are you gonna have a booth of your own? Are you sharing a booth? What's the deal there? Uh, <clears throat> it, it's been like a a last minute thing. I booked my plane two days ago. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Literally. By yeah. the way. It was very cheap. Norwegian is having like these crazy deals, like oh. 300 euros for a plane. Like mm-hmm. nice. What? Yeah. Yeah, that is for dope. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they have this trick that you have to pay them from the from the luggage apart, and then mm-hmm. where is the, and then you need to pay for the food. And, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Charge <laughs> for the thing, all the fees yeah. pile, pile yeah, up. Yeah. So yeah, the, the thing is that the, the conversation about going to Nam started uh, because of uh, Bitweek. Mm-hmm. So we, we are doing a collaboration with Bitweek. We we uh, they they, are, they developed a script uh, to to auto detect our new BCNC model, the the MIDI controller. Okay. So so I don't think that it's on the latest version, but if it's not, it will be. 
So okay. you just connect the module and then between pump with Befaco, BCMC, you can select it from the list. And, and then we, in, a, in the module, when you get the module, you get a, a night track license from Bitwig. So they they offer, well, I ask, hey, Fido, can you get a ticket for me? I say, yeah, but <coughs> also you can you can send us a, a case so we, we can use a Befaco case on, on one of our setups. And then they, they put us in contact with the NAM people. So it, apparently we, we can be became members for a reasonable amount of money and be mm -hmm. like a sub-expositor of Bitwig. Oh, nice. So nice. it will be like a sub-booth. But we we are just back from holidays and trying to, to get things right. So mm -hmm. I think this 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 year I will I will be visiting that there's gonna be like a small Befaco system there there yeah. for Bitwig testing. But it's my first time is it's gonna be like meeting in per, people in person, which which I think it's very important. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be yeah. super cool. And yeah. I don't know, man. I think that's big news. I think it's huge news to know that the Bafaco VCMC is gonna have uh, has been scripted to work with Bitwig, and yeah. that there's a partnership there. And yo, yeah. that's huge. That's huge because it's... they've had. So Ableton has what CV tools, but Bitwig had those kinds of tools for like what a year before Ableton yes. had those yeah. kinds of things. So it's yeah. kind of cool to kind of see that this is them forging ahead. And yeah. it's actually kind of dope to see the partnership. Hey, before yeah, we yeah. get too deep into the partnership stuff, um, I just gotta ask still on the DIY thing. Mm -hmm. So from my understanding, the VCMC would be one of your most advanced modules for um DIY, right? Do you have to do any of the SM, SMD stuff on it or no? No, no, you it's, it's oh, you don't. No, 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 you don't, you don't. It's complex because it has many steps and some mechanical steps that might get you in trouble. Okay. But the, if you compare it, for example, with the XMix, the, the XMix DIY build, uh, the, the, the through hole version, it's apocalyptic. That's oh yeah. Stuff. Is yeah, is it yeah. well? Hold on. Is that just because it's tedious? Because it's a lot of a lot of components. Because it's a, it's a matter. It's a lot of components, and it's twenty four potentiometers, yeah. which uh, increases the chances of making a mistake. In in the end, it's it's a repetitive task. So that that to me, like the first time I ever did SMT was um, when I did I did a <clears throat> mutable instruments elements module, right. And I built that. That was my first time ever doing as, and I did it all by by hand soldering. Um, I didn't have a hot hot air station or anything like that at that point. Um, and I learned very quickly that grains of sand and and resistors can be the same. Uh, <laughs> literally, like I mean, the stuff that they use for those are very very. They're not designed for hand soldering, really. Um, and so so when i saw the vcmc like my initial reaction whenever i see any module that comes out that has a diy kit my initial response is okay well i probably want the diy kit because i enjoy building and i can save some money but the save some money thing is a very subjective thing it, it, it can yeah. be like okay you can technically save some money but how much is your time worth right mm -hmm. how much exactly. is your time worth and are you competent to where if you build this are you sure that you're going to make it work, right? Yeah. Um, so that, there is that, that and that, and that's nothing against the manufacturer. That's that's up to you, you know. Um, 
So when I was looking at the VCMC module, because I'm very, very interested in it, my first response was, okay, let me check this out. And I saw some like warnings in there uh, on your page, I believe it was, that was saying like, hey, this is an advanced uh, build and that there was a lot going on. So that's why I br bring up the question. Yeah. And, and the thing is that for us, when, when we grade modules, it's, it's not because of the difficulty itself. Uh, they are all same, but some of them will have some steps that can drive you into a whole weekend of desoldering and troubleshooting. Uh, so let, let's say that it's more the, 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 how bad the mistakes can get rather than how difficult it is. So in this case, for example, you, you have some steps uh, where you can destroy the PNC, the, the microcontroller. Mm -hmm. and, and those microcontrollers are 25 euros. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a screen. You have buttons. You can you can place all the buttons reversed easy, and then that's like like six legs per button to disorder, <laughs> and you will be destroyed. So let's say that that our grading it's it's not because of difficulty. It's uh, the consequences of a mistake. Let's say. Let's mm. <clears throat> So yeah. Okay, I just so we can bring up more about the partnership. I just had to cover that because that was like because I'm I'm literally like I'm at the point now where I'm like, dude, I really want one of those things, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to build that, and yeah. I wanted it right away, so I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. because you want to make music, music, yeah, make music, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, the, the partnership yeah. with Bitwig it, it was kind of natural. Mm -hmm. uh, I think. This this super good. It's, I think it's the first time I've, I've been actively looking for for collaborations, like mm -hmm. actually chasing people <laughs> around just to, to try to get a collaboration. Uh, in this case, uh, it, it was very easy because we we already met um, Frederick Frederick Gasteval from from Bitwig because mm -hmm. he came to one of our workshops. Yeah, and, and he, there in, in Berlin we we do workshops in Berlin still. So he came and, and, and he's a, such a nice guy. He, he's, he's making a, a music that I was enjoying back in the 2003. Nice. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, his name is Krumelur. He's doing some kind of side trance. Okay. Nice. So, well, the thing is that there was a, a nice flow, and, and, um, and we are Linux users. So, mm. all, all, all okay. the FACO computers, everything is running in Linux. And, and, and if we want to use a, 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 some software, the software needs to have Linux uh, support, and Bitwig does, mm -hmm. while Ableton doesn't or other. So it's it's very handy to to have a, 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 a not handy. It's it's amazing that someone is actually supporting Linux users. Yeah. So so that that was our our first thing to say, okay, guys, thank you, thank you for doing that because uh, yeah, you're you're making us a favor. Yeah. So yeah, and, and then and, and 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 it's a powerful, powerful DAW to have in Linux too. And yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this version three, this Bitwig version three with the the the, the modular thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I, again, I, I don't have the time to use it, but what is it? What are they calling their uh their modular stuff in there? What's it called? Like, I mean, Ableton has CV tools, but I can't think of what Bitwig calls theirs right now. Um, How was it? I, it, it? It's a modular. Like, it's, it's, I, for, I forget. I don't know what they've branded it, but yeah. It, grid, it, grid. Grid. There, grid, there it is. Grid. Yeah. Grid. So, yeah, yeah, that's dope. 
Um, yeah. And so you have uh, other collaborations, right, with DivKid? Yes. Well, yes, again, a little bit. Yeah, with, with DivKid, it was kind of the same. As, as I said, with Bitwig, it, it was like a natural thing. It's just talking, it's like talking with a friend and saying, hey, we should do a collab. Yeah, sure, yeah, why not? Sure. And suddenly you're <laughs> doing something together. Right. Uh, with Bitwig was something similar. He, he's been thinking about uh, commissioning uh, his own modules for a while. Mm -hmm. and so he when he had this idea to, to do the mutes model. So he, he came to me and told me, hey, Manu, uh, I want to make the mutes, but I want the XMix mutes. Because he really liked the, 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 the flipping side, like the momentary and the latch, and then the, the release they have. Um, it's very musical and, yeah. and, and he really loved it. And he said, hey, listen, so this is a faculty thing. So it makes sense that, that I ask you. And I said, sure, let's do it. Yeah, because okay. bas basically it was like a, like a copy-paste commissioning. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it was easy that there was one of the guys there in the faculty that wanted to, to do some, some, some designing things. Mm -hmm. In the end, it turned out that I did it myself. But, <laughs> but but everything with him, it's been so easy going. So easy, so yeah, no, okay. If yes, it's okay. If not, it's okay. Uh, we, we, yeah, like, like I, I sent him like a, um, a rough design of the front panel and he liked it straight away, like yeah, the first yeah. version, like, okay. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I like the look of guys' models. I'm going to throw this back up here right quick because, I mean, I just think it's a perfect mix of, you know, just clean design. You have the splash of red in there. My and, favorite colors know, there, too. Yeah, you said. know what I mean? And yeah, it just looks good. It, it's, yeah. uh, you know, good balance of the grays and whites and, and, and the, the panels and the sliders. Yeah. Everything is just it's clean and neat. I think yeah. the main the main designer is is Diego. It's mm -hmm. um, he's he's really we the things that in Befaco the we are like like the, the three main designer. It's uh, Diego, Pascual, and me, like the three main guys. Mm -hmm. We kind of do everything. All of us we we design, we reply emails, we do shopping, we re everything. Yeah. But each of us have like a stronger point, and uh, maybe find more a people's person. Maybe Pascual is the, the design monster, mm -hmm. and like like the electronics design monster. And Diego, it's very good on, on on the aesthetics. So he's like the the reference in in the fact. He's the, he's the one like the, uh, leading the the, the 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 image path on the yeah. So for example, if you have seen now the, the models, uh, now we we are having a drift to the grays. Mm -hmm. While, mm -hmm. while originally Befaco was uh, basically black, red, and white, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. we are running away from the white and keeping the red as little splashes here and there yeah. to add some little color and, and going more into the into the gray. Also, there mm -hmm. is a, a strong uh, idea. Uh, Diego has this strong idea of, of running away from symmetry. Mm -hmm. For example, is this little thing is although symmetry is there yeah so <laughs> so yeah. yeah um 
Yeah, so and wait, is the crush delay out yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, that's been out for a while. Has it been out? Yeah. I thought that was oh, something yeah. that was a what you announced at Superboot? Was it Yeah. Now we, we announced it a, a while. The thing is that Crash Delay is a good example of what's happening with uh, all Befaco modules in general. It's like uh, we release a module and then we improve it because okay. uh, designs are always alive. The, the, uh, the designer will, will always see little things to improve mm-hmm. and, and it's very difficult to stop. It's that someone needs to slap you. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> right. well, so me... this, one, this one got got his latest version this past year. Okay, right. that's what I thought. I thought it was a recent, at least change. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we had like a, a, a announcement that the new version was was out there, mm-hmm. which is this one. Which basically the, the crash delay uh, uh, has a misleading name. We used to have a misleading name because it's not so much. It was not so much of a delay. It was kind of an echo, mm-hmm. but a lot of crash. So it's it, it was more like a like a noise generation garbage digital garbage noise mm-hmm. generator rather than than delay because it's it's a digital chip a digital delay the PT twenty three ninety nine. That's a great that chip for, though. It's so much yeah, fun. It is. It's it so is, much it fun. So this this one is pushed to the limit just to to speed noise. Mm-hmm. So this latest version added the delay features <laughs> like. Um, not not added. It was a delay already. Yeah, yeah. But it it was greatly improved. The feedback circuit was improved. The the, the two VCAs, the, the the response on 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 the curves, on the on the time, was mm. improved. So now you you can get crunchy but quite long delays already. So you can get close to one second with low quality. Dope. But but yeah. And then the the thing is that you get lo- longer delay times with noise. And then at some point you just get noise, yeah. which is right. very nice because as, as it's so is it, it gets it's noisy more. with more repeats. Basically, is that kind of the... no, 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 with more delay time. More so, delay time. So the okay. way the, the, the way the, the chip delay works, is, so it kind of degrades and gets noisy the longer the delay. Corey, so the way the chip yeah. works is the chip mm-hmm. is literally like a digital emulation of a bucket brigade delay. But so like you. the longer it gets, it degrades, mm-hmm. but you can do some really cool things with it because it's just a chip that's doing this stuff. So if you, you know, if you have a smart designer behind it, you can exploit how it functions and mm-hmm. you can do some really interesting things with it. You can, if you take it far past where it's supposed to go, it'll break up completely and just turn into like garbled mangled mash. And it's, Dope. it's, it's a really fun like it to me it's what i really enjoy about digital stuff um because it's like digital can be really interesting too like analog's really interesting but digital can be super fun too mm-hmm. if you're exploring like the intricacies of of breakup and just strange quirkiness and aliasing and all that kind of stuff it lets you get all of that so it's super fun okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to check it out because i'm a delayed stupid guy Check out um, Cenk, one of Cenk's sets, uh, Dataline, because he has that. And he uses yeah. that Crush Delay. It sounds great. Yeah. 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 By the way, last time I saw him, he told me he, that his Crush Delay was broken. 
Oh really? <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to tell that to the stream, dude. Like, I'm sorry. You are not a it's, great capitalist. It's because of him. He he broke oh, it himself, God. crushing it all over yep, the place. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him in person in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Let's say that we have we have a pending conversation. Let's say. Oh okay. <laughs> nice. So wait, Matt, how long are you going to be in California? Uh, short, short time. It's it's gonna be Wednesday till Sunday only. Oh, okay. cool. We'll, we'll, hey, listen, we'll so be there. Get into the studio then during that time with the guys. That yeah, we... that my my idea is that this one is gonna be like like a short visit, and and I will do my best to to, to do as much as possible. But the the idea will be to be back <clears throat> and spend like a couple of weeks minimum. So that that's that's. A nice trip, so you can spend time with people, with locals, and, and actually relax a little bit, mm -hmm. and maybe travel to different cities. It's it's uh, normally what we do. Oh it's yeah, like, no like doubt. Spending one weekend in one city, then during the week doing things, and then yeah. next weekend in another city. So it also um, uh, helps uh, uh, to to make the the, the the trip worth it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, right. let's let's try to to this time to check your studio. Oh yeah. It's not. Yeah. Come on over. We'll do the studio thing, and then we can talk about when you make that trip to stay to do a DIY workshop with SoCal Sense Society. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, talk that, about the the show. Let's talk about yeah. the show a little bit. Oh again. yeah. So <clears throat> you'll be in town, and we'll mm -hmm. be doing this. Uh, SoCal Sense Society will be doing the um, the the show. It's like a kind of epic lineup, and. I think it's going to be really, really fun. So who's on the lineup? Let me see if I can pull the flyer. I'm up. crashing every set. <laughs> you can come on my set, Ken, if you want. Yo, I'll, I'm don't, coming don't in. Bring that Zox box thing too. I might, yeah, I'm, I might bring like just, I might bring like a couple of hidden pieces of gear. You know what? I might just, <laughs> dude, I might seriously just rock a whole set with a pocket operator, like, and just blow everybody up. I have six <laughs> channels because I have a six channel open on my Bafaco mixer, so I can just plug you right in. Yo, I, I'm down. Like, like I'll yeah. jump in. I would actually love to jump in on your set. We're gonna talk about that when I get out there too. Okay. But Corey, you, you have the. Did you find it? Yeah, I'm bringing the the flyer up right now. So it's at Joe's, and that's in Fullerton. Can you tell is, us a little bit about Joe's? Because I don't know anything about it, so like I'm I'm interested too. So Joe's is a pretty cool place. It's just like they have they do all sorts of things there. It's just like a local spot in Fullerton, like downtown Fullerton, which is a, Fullerton's a college little college town. Um, Anaheim was where the convention center is and they basically share the, you know, the city line. So it's like from the convention center to Joe's is probably like a 10 minute drive. Oh, that's awesome. Straight down, straight down Harbor. So Joe's is right off Harbor. Um, it's has a, we'll be in the back room and the back room also has a patio. So it goes out so people can hang out outside. The weather should be pretty good. And yeah, like it's gonna, That's the lineup gonna be dope. is, yeah. So it and starts from happening? seven o'clock to 12.30, but I feel like it could go later, but just depending on how people feel like, cause you know, everybody wants to get up early and hit. And this is Thursday, day. right? So yeah, so that's this the Thursday the sixteenth. Yeah, yeah. So um, one thing that's going to be really dope about this is if you look at the lineup, 
So you've got a lot of like house and dance, and then you've also got Modbap, which is what you know, Corey, myself, uh, Ali, the architect, like what what voltage we kind of specialize in. Voltage controller uh, is voltage controller performing. Yep. Yes. Oh god, sure. damn! Yep. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. So so like yeah, like our Modbap crew is gonna be out there. Plus we got a dope dance squad. It's gonna be really cool because you're gonna have a dance vibe, which is mad chill with a my bat vibe mm-hmm. which is mad chill so it's just gonna be a good night like i'm really and, and i'll tell you right now i know for a fact like some of the people that are already going to be in attendance as just like you know people mm-hmm. wanting to come and hang out it's gonna be star-studded attendance too like it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be so live i can't wait and the awesome part too is we have a ton giveaways. of giveaways so in between each set we're giving away something so and just to as Corey kind of threw up on the screen there, like we have cool stuff from Empress Effects, WMD, ASM, Noise Engineering. You know, then we have our big YouTube guys. You know, you Corey, B Boy Tech Report, Caputo, Afrorack, uh, you Ken, uh, all doing like download giving away download packs and or some T-shirts and things like that. So we have a lot of good stuff going out you know, for everyone attending. So they'll have a good time with music and a chance to win some really cool stuff. So, Yo, is ASM yeah. giving away a, a Hydra synth? I uh, cannot say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here, here's what I'll, I'll say. say. You should just come to the event and find out what you can do. <laughs> if, I was, if I was somebody who didn't have a Hydra synth and wanted a Hydra synth, I'm just saying I would be there. Damn, son. <laughs> you spent a lot. But really, just, just I'm just saying that just just so that people would touch my just hand to and be like, oh, you, up, you, right? did, you did presets on a hydrocent? Oh, I want to touch your hand. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like what I do to James Bernard when I go to him. I'm like, oh, Spectrosonics, what's up, man? <laughs> I used your preset for my demo for at Perfect Circuit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so hold on. You just did a show. So tell us a little bit about how your show went. Uh, well, I did the hydrogen demo at Perfect Circuit, and I had fun. It sounded—I mean, it sounded great. And thank you for helping me with that 303 like patch on it too, because it sounded amazing. So yeah, man, that was fun yeah. to make. It was, yeah, good times. Yeah, and so uh, let's see. So hold on. Okay. So we're running, we're going to close out the show in about five minutes, but with the time that we got left to go, I want to talk about Ken's studio. So, so just to kind of wrap that up in a nice neat bow though, if you're going to be in town for Nam, you need to come by this event because it's going to be a lot of fun and it's just going to be, you know, think about that lineup is dope already. There's going to be a lot of techno and, 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 mod bap and just the variety of music but then you get to kick it with those people that are doing live sets between sets and giveaways between sets so it's just going to be a good time okay. uh, and i want to say at this point that i'm going to need a ride so if so okay. well, I got you. You got you. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll oh, definitely get options. you <laughs> hey hey just just not to not to get real specific because you're on on live air and i don't want you to get assassinated or anything by any weird people but but yeah so what area are you staying at for nam because like we're gonna be in what area are we gonna be in uh hacienda heights 
Yeah, Hacienda Heights, which is just a couple yeah. miles from there. So anyway, I'm just saying, like, we're we're gonna be out that way, and we're gonna be having a good time. We got a lot of cool people coming through. So uh, I'm so where, regardless, Roscoe's. I haven't booked. I haven't booked oh yeah, Roscoe's, 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 Roscoe's. 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 Right say. across the street from Roscoe's. In fact, I think they own it. But <laughs> oh wow, okay. they own Roscoe's and and then may, maybe some Slater's fifty fifty, which I I don't know what your yeah. situation is with red meat, but if you like a good burger, Slater's fifty fifty, their burgers are fifty percent meat and fifty percent bacon, and you can put bacon everything on everything. I'm talking bacon ketchup, <laughs> bacon true. asparagus, bacon cheese. It don't matter. Like it's so good. They got maple bacon shakes that you can put bourbon in. <laughs> I, I didn't recover from Christmas, and I think I, I'm not gonna recover from this now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. yeah you, you roll with us, and we're we, gonna be. We already eating. know. For, for me, I know that there's no food recovery from Thanksgiving through now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. So November through January, forget about any kind right. of food recovery. It starts in February. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Before we get off the whole NAM topic, I just want to shout out one more thing if that's cool. Because mm-hmm. of that week, you know, um, we for SoCal, we have that Chris Meyer coming in on the 11th, which is yes, the yeah. Saturday before NAM starts. And he's going to do a workshop and a uh, patch and tweak book giveaway and signing during that. So I don't know if any people are coming in a little earlier than NAM, but that starts on Saturday the 11th. And that's definitely RSVP that that's almost filled up. So people, if they're going to do that, they should get on it. If you don't know who Chris Meyer is, you should definitely check him out. Um, I did a Synth Summit show episode with him as well. So you can go to my channel and find the interview with him. But, I mean, this is a guy who's like, he's basically the guy who did the Prophet VS. Like, that's him, you know? So, uh, and, and his modular knowledge is extremely deep, really great guy. And he has a ponytail. What more could you want? <laughs> I mean, really, you know? Yeah, and you know, uh, I think it's dope, too, that uh, there's a nod to Chris Myers in the Hydrosynth by including That's right. some of his waveforms in there from the... Uh, well, the- hold on. I, I just to be technical about it. Be technical. I don't care. Okay. Do it. So, so they're not they're not his waveforms. Okay. But the waveforms from that. Yeah, like that. yeah. Because because he was he was actually very like like we, we kind of talked to him and he was very specific about that. He was like, yeah. He's like, it's cool. Like he included my days, not necessarily my waveform, but blah, blah blah. But honestly, it was it was a tribute to the fact that he's a really great guy. Mm-hmm. He gives back to the community a lot, and Glenn. Glenn is who's in charge of that stuff, Glenn Darcy. Um, and Glenn was included his name in there when he basically did some similar waveforms to the Prophet VS, uh, is how I'll put it to make it sound nice and legal. Um, it's, I, I don't know the legality, so I'm not going to even get close. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, you know, when that stuff is in there, you see, you see Chris, Chris Mai, I think is how it's put in there. Um, but yeah, the, like it's a tribute to a guy who's just, he gives back so much and he's such a genuine guy that it, it's really great to see people like that. He's what I like about the modular community. Put it that way. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like guys like that who have a ton of knowledge mm-hmm. And all they want to do is share that knowledge and and learn more. 
you know? Yeah, he so, has that learningmodular.com. That's his website, too. Really yeah, cool. and he, like, legitimately is the kind of guy who, like, wants to actively learn. Like, he learns from teaching, like, and I yeah. love that. So Yeah. So he's doing the workshop, too, um, on the 11th. And then the last thing I wanted to say for that week is I am giving a workshop at Musicians Institute on the 15th. And that's with Electron. And I'm using the Digitac and how you can kind of use that to either hybrid with your performance or with um, your production. We're going to go use some Overbridge. And we're also, I'm also going to be giving away a Digitac at that event. So should be, that's going to be dope. Okay. So Good I'll stuff just... for NAM, man. You guys, like, NAM week is, like yeah. I said, it's like Christmas. <laughs> so I'll, I'll show I'm, I'm gonna keep this super short because it's not done okay but yeah I'll we're, keep gonna, it. we're gonna dedicate a show to 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 a walkthrough yeah po- that request a couple times post nam like i'll um what the hell I'm, Cut it out. i don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> <laughs> there we go oh, there okay. you go so when, you do, when we do the dedication show to your studio though can you gotta clean that up Okay. Uh, no, yeah. it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a la a la carte Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'll keep it super short because it's not done. But I know that like we talk about it all the time, so it, it'll be cool to like just tell people where I'm at in the stage wise. And I also want to send a huge shout out to a couple of quick people. Uh, one, I want to send a big shout out to my buddy at DNR Construction, my buddy Randy. Uh, um actually helped me completely build this place so previously i was just outside this room and if you go which way that way um i was in literally where like the storage facility is for like the food of the house and that kind of thing right um that's why you saw like you know cinder block walls and all that and it was a very very small space uh this room is the room that we've been building if you look about where this camera is right so this is where my garage is we had to knock down this wall we had to put up these walls like this is all new and they're all six inch thick walls with r49 insulation um so extremely like the insulation is like this thick and then it's compressed down to like that um so extremely thick insulation shoved into those walls and on top of that the beams were floated with a rubber insulation in between them uh to help isolate even further and then five eighths inch thick drywall which is much thicker drywall than is normal normally you get like half inch thick uh is that happen? i don't know whatever um much thicker drywall on there uh, on both sides so there's going to be a lot more isolation there were some compromises made um, in order to get this actually done instead of taking forever because, you know, my house had a fire um, and, you know, I had a few things happen. I was originally going to completely resilient channel and float my ceiling away from here, uh, which, you know, I still would have liked to have done. But in order to get it done this year, it just wasn't going to happen if I didn't do it this way. So I did not do that. I did mount it um, to uh to the beams there so there's some translation from upstairs which you may or may not be hearing right now uh because the kids are going crazy up on top that's actually going to be improved because 
um, the acoustic treatment of this room is not done yet. This room is 11 by 21, and uh, the flooring, I'll show you. Uh, I was showing Manu before the show. Uh, the lighting and everything is handled by my phone, so I can mm -hmm. actually just kind of do this. That's so cool. See, that is dope. Um, yeah. So introducing the pile, ladies and gentlemen. So, right. So yeah. So yeah. Put lights back down, Ken. If you look, the wiring and everything is still on the floor here because the other side of my studio is not done. So the modular setup, the Emacs is set up, um, the Matrix Brute, JDXA, all that kind of stuff. This stuff right here is all set up. Um, however, what's not set up is this whole side of the studio which is the roads, the turntable setup, the samplers, all that kind of stuff is not done yet. Um, I still have to set all that up. I've decided I'm actually going to move the roads from where it is now. But, um, you know, it's coming along pretty quick at this point, and I, I've been focused on it. The, um, the light switches, this is an important part. So the wiring for this whole setup is is done i have three separate circuits so i have a circuit for the lighting the lighting is all on its own electrical circuit and then i have two circuits for audio right both audio circuits grounds are tied together and go to the same point so that there will be no ground loop hum so you can plug into any outlet in this room and not worry about, oh, well, it's not on the same circuit. I need, you know, I'm going to get ground loop home. You're not going to get that in here because it all goes to the same ground point, right? Um, so that's that's an important part. The other thing is for only, for only $20, I was able to get, you can get smart outlets that tie into the same app as my lights. And I can actually, uh, I'll see if I can show this. So on my phone right now, I've got these two buttons. There's a green one that says, Welcome to the Lab. And then the red one says, Diddy took the keys, which is a throwback <laughs> to, um, what was that show called? Corey probably knows. Um, making the Band? Making the Band. Where, <laughs> where, where fake-ass Puff Daddy was, there it is. So Puff Daddy had like rappers in a studio, and if he didn't like what they were doing, he would take the keys, and they couldn't go into the studio. <laughs> so I have it on here. It's always been a joke with me and my wife. Yo, like whenever my wife gets mad at me, she's like, Yo, Diddy's gonna take the keys. So I, <laughs> I, I made I made a button on there. So if I hit Diddy takes the keys, it stages all of my outlets to shut things off in order. So I don't have to hit like a thousand buttons in here to shut everything off, and I don't have to hit a thousand buttons to turn things on. It stages things automatically to bring them on and off um, how I want from one button, which is that's, honestly that's real IT of you. It's one of those little things that like doesn't sound like a big deal, but no, when you're cute. going in and out of the studio every single day, mm -hmm. it makes things so much more pleasurable. You're like, you know what? Five minutes before I go into the lab, I'm like, bleep, and I walk in, and the lighting is set exactly how I want. Everything is good to go. I don't have to worry about anything, and like I'm just dead sexy. So, you know, it's cool. I just got to get the, so the sound treatment, I have a huge announcement about the sound treatment, but that's going to come later. And I think it's, it's really going to make people happy. Not just for me. Like there's going to be some cool stuff going on with sound treatment. Um, so I'm really looking forward to like about a month after Nam, I'm going to have some really cool news, uh, to, to share with that.
Dope, dope. Yeah, I definitely want to. I, I want to keep people apprised because I think it's a big deal how you uh, building your studio and putting it all together. And I think that's one of those things that people are always really interested in. And so we should dedicate some time to that at some point. But I want do I, do we did we really? I I, I know we're getting kind of short on time because I don't want to run too long. But I wanted to make sure we talked about. Did we really talk about the VCMC? Like what it is and what it does. We probably should at least explain it a bit better because I don't think we explained it at all. Right, right. So tell us a little more about the VCMC. I know we we have you have the deal where it's uh, there's a script written for it to work within um, uh, Bitwig, but explain us to us yeah. the, the the crux of what it actually is. Yeah, what it's, is it? Uh, it's a voltage control MIDI controller, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a twenty HP Euro rack module. It has eight faders with eight buttons mm. and, and uh, DIN 5 and USB connection. So it's a, 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 a MIDI compliant uh, device or, or, or will send uh, uh, the MIDI information uh, via the DIN 5. And then you can map every single uh, control independently with a screen. The thing is that then you have CV and gate input. So basically it's, it's a... A, a, a CD to MIDI converter, but with the twist of automating the movements of an already existing MIDI controller. So it gives you the performative side of a MIDI controller with the CD conversion into MIDI. And, and yeah, and, and then the beauty is that then you can you can map, ev- map everything independently, or you can link. For example, you can link the fader to the CD. And, and, and make the fader act as a attenuator or as, or, or assuming so uh, and then you can you can map everything to all sorts of uh, of uh, MIDI messages mm-hmm. basically oh uh, so it's it's <clears throat> uh, oh I was saying it's it's awesome it's super no. easy like I like I was saying earlier that I, when I got it, I didn't open the manual or anything. Yeah. I did my pop it in. Let's see if I can just use it right away. Yeah. And it was yeah. very intuitive. The screen is super helpful. I just, I opened up Ableton. I connected it. Um, I used, I just mapped. Well, first thing I went was I took my Digitech and I mapped some volume and some mute to that to one. And I used that to mute some, you know, and control some controls on the yeah. di- Digitech with CV messaging, which is, that was easy. And then going into Ableton, I just mapped it to like even some volumes just to see how quick, just to get an idea. Cause as I told you guys earlier that I'm redoing my case once again, <laughs> and this is one of the modules that's going to be this and the ES eight are going to be sort of the yeah. command of this setup. Yeah. So I was doing that to kind of get an idea of what I want to use it for. And it was super easy. Like I didn't, yeah. I haven't even opened the, man, the manual yet. So familiar with somebody and that, and that you can just apply that same philosophy and easy, you know, look up yeah. the messaging to whatever it is that you want to map it to and just get to it. And that's dope. And it opens, up, a, it opens a... up like possibilities with uh, almost any of your sense or other stuff that you have, right? So like, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, there's also always stuff that has that can be addressed by CC MIDI CC messaging that's not on the front panel of whatever sense. Right. And then, so yeah. now you have some controls over that, but then you also have the ability to, to CV those controls 
that you didn't have uh, regular basic access to before. So it opens up a lot of really dope possibilities if you're yeah. into that sort of thing. So it's I've got some specific questions. That oh, okay. Let's let's get a little bit more nerdy. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, my first question is, is, have you measured latency with it, and what kind of latency are you seeing? Uh, I did a latency test while I was sending MIDI to a MIDI thing. Mm -hmm. a Befaco MIDI thing, which is a, a MIDI to CV converter. Okay. Then from the MIDI thing, CV and gate to the VCMC, and then VCMC back to the computer. Okay. The total latency of, of the three of the whole circuit was around two milliseconds. What? More or less. <laughs> Hold on, you bullshit but, me. But, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> but if, if you want to get geeky, let's get geeky. Uh, because of the, of the nature of the circuit, uh, the, all the inputs are multiplexed. Okay. So, so yeah, well, instead of having, yeah. so instead of having all of them uh, uh, rooted directly to the microcontroller, there were no no pins enough. So we needed to have like chips in the middle that will be reading the inputs and then sending the the the, the, the information to the to the microcontroller. Due to little microcontroller limitations. The time that it takes a whole uh, right. round to happen, yeah, round trip a, latency. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. It's another couple of milliseconds. That's still absurd. Mm. I'm excited. Like you have <laughs> me. Like nipples are pointed. I'm ready to go. Like that's yeah. awesome. But yeah. no, no. Uh, and but, I say but, that but, because <laughs> the other the other products on the market are not that fast. Like they're they're just not. Like there's. I'm thinking of yeah. other things on the market, and I can't think of anything that actually has that low of latency on it. Basically, basically, the test is if, if you go, if, if you want to convert a 1K uh, audio signal into MIDI messages, you will start to get in trouble. But you need to be using audio. We're talking about black MIDI. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 uh, so just so people know, you know, just for the layman, black MIDI is when the MIDI sheet is so dense that the screen is basically black. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a core time of MIDI mess. It's, it's, a, we are talking about sending MIDI messages at audio rates, mm. which is okay. like some people will think about it and will actually do it. In fact, uh, one of our beta testers, he, he's doing this crazy shit like, mm -hmm. so we needed to implement the panic because yeah. of him. Yeah, that, that, we, that's we, proper. We, that's proper testing right there. I agree. And we have to, to, to implement for him uh, mapping the, the panic into a gate. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, no that's, so, good. So, that's good. So he, he, he had a, a gate input. To, to, to send so a he could do a reset. He could do like a reset every couple bars or something, so yeah. that it, it would or, just be like, "Hey, I need a breather." Like, yeah, yeah, or yeah, or mm -hmm. even using it as a musical uh, because we, we are talking about like like crazy chaotic things using mm -hmm. ultra complex signals to. It's, it's this guy that that bought every single piece of MIDI gear from the nineties below eighty uh, euros. In, in the local market. So he has like this mountain of, of MIDI gear that he's 
controlling with his modular doing that like sounds like this. neil <laughs> my buddy neil it's, does that <laughs> so he, he's doing like a sonic catastrophe using uh, chaotic thing catastrophic so let, let's say that that, <laughs> that that the model can can handle craziness but until some point yeah for those of you who have not seen black midi because i'm seeing it in the chat you need to go watch some youtube videos on black midi it's actually yeah, yeah. Right, right it's now. legitimately right now. entertaining go. like it's really dope Shut like down close close this thing and go <laughs> <laughs> it's really what dope um, <laughs> after this yeah yeah it, it, it is actually legitimately cool and and you bring up a great yeah. point like that is actually a great beta test and that's that's some of the things that yeah. i've done with a lot of my gear yeah. is like you can actually go online and you can download black midi midi files and run it through your gear and you could just watch your gear fry it's great <laughs> it's yeah, really fun like you'll you'll see which gear like don't ever try to put an asrx up to black yeah. midi it will not work yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so and, and before we finish that now that we're talking about bcmc allow me please to to drop some little thingy that i have here mm -hmm. because uh, it's very nice to have uh, this midi controller but some people are actually uh, more interested in having something more portable less performative and so we are working in this let me see if I can. Oh my god, I feel it. Do you guys feel it? No, I'm like getting close. I feel to it. <laughs> We're all like, I feel it. Oh. So it's so it's. Oh, am I allowed to show that? Right, you want to show that, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So it's, um, Zoom back in. Zoom back in. Six, yeah. Six HP version. Uh, oh, oh, it's yeah. laggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. So yeah, it's it's just eight CV inputs in six mm -hmm. HPs with the encoder and the and the screen and then the media out needed to be in the mini jack and the USB. So, so let me ask a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, the, MIDI, the, the, the MIDI out, yeah. uh, what format is that? Is it Corey? Is it BeatStep Pro? Like, uh, is it switchable? I think it's going to be Corey. I would really like it if you had had um, pin, that's, uh, we are in a, in a on the back. Where, where we could do so it. here here's what I'm gonna say I, I think that you are correct yeah. in selecting Korg because that's what MIDI as the organization has decided on so I would agree with that however yeah, there's a lot of people out there micro mini jack. yeah there's a lot mm -hmm. of people out there who who already have stuff that doesn't follow that standard so a, a little set of dip pins on the back yeah. that you could select between would really make it easy maybe. for everyone. Maybe. Or or you could make it selectable I, in the software. I have software. to say that it, it really break, breaks my heart. So it, it really breaks my heart, the need of using this, this kind of, of, of adapters. Oh, because really? You don't like lost. it? And, and, you, and well, the, hold on now, hold on. Would you feel the same? Would you feel the same if they were super common and everywhere? Who knows? Listen, I have a big problem with the mini jack to jack converters. See, Those I little don't... suckers get lost all the time. They do. No, but, yeah, <laughs> so but my, my point is, is that my point is is that they just started. Like they they kind of just came came into you know into existence not that long ago, and you're gonna start seeing way way more of them. I already have in my studio. I have like five of them just hanging on a rack 
So to me, it's yeah. it's the same as a MIDI cable. Yeah. And some of them I leave plugged into a MIDI cable that's not mm -hmm. even plugged in. So it doesn't bother yeah. me that much. Now, there is a legitimate yeah. gripe that I know that yeah. some people have. And that is that it doesn't always have the ground connection that people want, right? So in certain situations, it uh -huh. can cause ground loop home. But I personally have never ran into that issue. I've heard of it, and I respect the problem, but I haven't had that issue myself. So, yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is that, that I, I like it. I, I actually I'm like just, that format. So is this, is this basically kind of like just the little brother of the VCMC? So, you have the, the inputs? And it's it's the same. Kind of it's, yeah. And when is yeah. this coming out? Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it's basically soon. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a. <laughs> I I I'm I'm I just ordered the the final prototype. This is this is like like musicians like the final one, final one, okay, final one, okay, master, final one, okay. Master. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. So with 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 these things happen the same. No, you you always you always think that this is the final. This is the, this one. Is the last this one. one. Uh, one more change. So, yeah, final, no, final, final. Yeah, yeah. One. I, final. I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not gonna touch it anymore. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't touch it. <laughs> now this looks great. Um, yeah. So is there any possibility, like like any way to like chain more inputs? Like, like what's, so what are you using? Like, is, is it like a DAC that you're using that's going into it? And that's how many inputs the DAC has, or like, what's, what's the reasoning for the number of channels? Okay. So. Because obviously 16 channels input is what we would want. Like, you know. Yeah. But for example, the, the initial idea, this, this crazy, the, the, the crazy conversation, it was because of an Octa track. Okay. We were talking about, uh, Diego, uh, my, my mate, he's he's an Octatrack crazy person. He who he would have thought Electron would have like had something to do with so that? He... Yeah. So so he in, in one of these moments when he was loving the Octatrack because then the month later he was hating it and selling it. He was saying, okay, okay, and then what I need it's 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 a it's a a, a, a controller from the modular to control the eight channels and this and. So back then, let's say that, that this, the number eight came a little bit from, from this. I'm not going to say that that's the reason, but, no, but the initial conversation was, okay, it has to be eight. Also, also eight is, is, is like a reasonable number in this kind of controllers. Of course, 16 sure. is better, but then it's like 36 HP's model. Like, yeah, that's it. So at, at this so point, what you, it's I a more modular kind of idea. You get eight of them on there. It's a small six HP. If you need more than that, sixteen, yeah. so you get two of them through your case. So it's, it's a, yeah. it's. I can see the the making sense. Yeah. So the, this is a this, this is a tricky a tricky conversation because I I had the conversation with uh, uh, the the Bitwig guy with Frederick, mm. and he he asked me that it if it would be possible to have more channels, more like like to make it bigger. And and the, and the, the quick question is yes, there is an expansion port there, and and it's possible to have uh, to. It's possible. We're not gonna get too into that. Let's possible. And and I tell them, hey, listen. But then you are gonna have like a, a monster MIDI controller on your rack. When when the, when the space on your rack, usually it's a big concern. And he told me, true. But when I go playing live 
and I'm traveling with my with my modular uh, with my computer and then I need to get one of these innovation controllers on the top and then they put me a table this big where the hell do I put the the, 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 the MIDI controller so he he was suggested that he prefers to have everything into his rack and then is when my head is like click Manu this is the same thing you are doing with the XMix system mm-hmm. XMix is huge right you could you could you could have an external one, but you do want to have your own mixer on your rack mm-hmm. and this place. You know, I have to say what you're saying because is Because you don't want to rely on the mixer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, but, but, but it, it was working for the mixer for me, but but it hmm, because you, you need you need three auxiliary sense and you ask for a mixer on the on the spot. Mm-hmm. And the and the and the technical guy or, or the stage manager maybe there is no stage manager and, and the guy that was supposed to bring the mixer is a stoner and forgot to bring the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> or bring, or, or they... Facts <laughs> of life. Facts. <laughs> or, or just forgot some cables. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I got the it's, it's usually there's there's like that. five cables oh, no. that are missing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really too why I why I gravitated toward the new BCMC because when I started to really travel and I took my, I have the big 12 U case before I got this little one. And that case, I had no problem, none traveling with it. I just put, put it on a little roller, put it through TCA, no big deal. The problem came when I had all my controllers and had to pull them out of my back backpack and then, mm-hmm. you know, do that whole thing and hold up the line. And then, you know, I double scanning. Yep. My modular went right through on the case. They saw it. They, they looked at it. It was fine. All the other stuff I had to take out of the bag and all this drama. Yep. And when that VCMC, I was like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. In the exactly. Rack, in the exactly. case, close it up. Put it through the belt, less yeah. drama. So for traveling. Oh, that's it. No, I'm super yeah, excited I think, about I think that. That, that, that sure. this small version, it's gonna help. This is this right. is the type of module I've actually been speaking with with people about for a long time. I you know I've spoke with Delptronics about it a lot. Like the the need for proper CV2 MIDI with low latency is huge. Um, <laughs> So, so a project that I worked very closely on was the Hydrosynth, and in the Hydrosynth, the mod matrix. Well, shut up. <laughs> so, so the mod, the mod matrix, you can access everything via MIDI CC in the mod matrix, and I've got this thing over here that's green, and I'm like, man, I want to use my green stuff. And yeah, that's perfect for that. So I'm super excited that you guys finally did that. And uh, I mean, honestly, you guys have a lot of really just useful modules that are not like, they're not like um, pretentious for the sake of being pretentious as some of the companies seem to be doing. And they're not just, you know, overly abstract or let me hide 15 modes inside of one module. Like they're just very useful straightforward modules and i i very much appreciate that agree so hey man um actually we're gonna go ahead and uh start to close it out because i gotta get up and make some errands before my phone rings three more times (laughs) so anything anybody want to stay in closing i can't wait to see you all in a a few weeks thank you for having me yeah, I can't wait to see you on this side of the pond, Manu. It's going to be cool. 
passed uh, out so in your yeah, local yeah. Roscoe's soon. It's going to be fantastic. Passed out in your local Roscoe's soon. No doubt. Hey, yo, thanks to everybody that came okay. through in the in the chat, um, all the regulars, and uh, it's been a good show. A lot of good information, and and uh, yeah, looking forward to having you on again, Manu. Yes. Take care, guys. Hey, man, anytime you want to come on, just to chop it up, like even if it's even if it's not about like your specific stuff or whatever, you just, ever want to just come on and just vibe out? Totally. We're we're here. Yep. All right. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Okay. okay I'm gonna take the. Okay, bye. Bye.